0: Welcome to the Lost Ground Podcast, where we like to sample new beverages, recount old stories, and talk about other random topics, while adding a bit of our own fucked up humor. I'm Mr. Yummy. And I'm Mr. Early ETS. Before we get started, you should know, we'll probably take these topics too far. It's who we are, and it's what we do. So pour Mm -hmm. yourself a drink, pop a beer, and enjoy a moment of conversation that will travel from the mundane to the offensive. I missed you.
1: I... I would like to say I missed you. But. Oh, well, you're an
0: asshole. <laughs> okay, well. How you doing, Mr. Yummy? I'm just doing peachy. How about yourself? I am doing the best I can. <laughs> that's good. That's, yeah. that's what
1: I tell my PO every day.
0: Oh, that's cool. How's he doing?
1: He's doing great. Yeah. <laughs> After the couple of salts, he's doing a lot better. Then he started
0: staying away from schools. It's so <laughs> <laughs> a lot of less paperwork for him.
1: So easy to sell drugs at schools now.
0: <laughs> They're just these young fresh minds are so easy to uh, manipulate I mean convince <laughs> I mean have a good time with He uh, made me lose my job man but <laughs> you like selling drugs I don't have
1: to sell drugs they sell themselves it's a great job
0: <laughs> drugs really do sell themselves though
1: my opening pitch is you want to make some poor life
0: choices <laughs> well I'm already doing a better I might as well have a better time doing it the teenagers are like wait you mean like are you gonna rape me or are you gonna sell me drugs? I me mean, know the, the drug thing. That's the guy who's gonna <laughs> He comes after me. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a follow-up. He's my closer.
1: I want him to go to a separate street corner, but he likes the system. Cause then he comes up and there's a bunch of fucking kids whacked out on drugs.
0: <laughs> he says business is booming. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, but it's definitely not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Well, hey, what do we got today?
1: Uh, so we have Devil's Creek. It's a Texas small batch bourbon.
0: You keep calling it Devil's Creek. It's never been Devil's Creek.
1: Oh, excuse me. It's Devil's Ripper.
0: You like three times you've referenced it and it's called it Devil's Creek. Well, corrected you?
1: my sister is the one who got this for me. She lives in Texas. Well, she got it for us. Uh-huh. And the last time she got us a bourbon, what was that called? There's Something Creek. That was a lot of episodes ago. It's
0: not here, but yeah, that was pretty good.
1: It was pretty good. So now she got us this. Uh, it's supposed to be a better bourbon than what she got last time.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very interested. It's yeah, a, like I tried reading
1: the 45% bomb. alcohol.
0: Ooh, we about to get fucked up. Mm-hmm. And we actually put it in the decanter from Mr. Ducky this time.
1: We did. We have this beautiful decanter, and mm-hmm. we just haven't used it. We haven't.
0: It's just been sitting here collecting dust.
1: So, changed that today. And it looks nice, the decanter with some alcohol sitting in it.
0: Mm -hmm. It does look beautiful. Let's get into it, man. Give me a pour. Mm -mm -mm.
1: It's a nice color to it.
0: That's so cool, pouring out of a decanter. It is cool. Man, shout out to Mr. Duck. Duck—he coming in clutch.
1: Like, I just decided today to pour it in yeah and as soon as i did we should have been doing this we should have done this a long time ago even though i am glad that rock oyster didn't taint it oh I no
0: i would have we would have had to throw it out <laughs> <laughs> uh all right man well let's i'm gonna smell it cheers it smells pretty good it's got like a freshy fresh taste like fresh produce but not produce
1: hmm.
0: how's it taste
1: tastes good you don't got that strong, overpowering like
0: flavor. No, it's smooth. Mm-hmm. It's tasty. I like that.
1: This would be a great you bourbon know, for that, an old fashioned.
0: I say every booze that we have on here is tasty. Like, not rock it's oyster. Not bad. It's tasty. Did you say Minus, that? No, not for not for rock oyster. No. You do usually say it's tasty. It is. I always I keep saying that every time. I mm-hmm. feel like people aren't taking me serious.
1: This is. It's nice, <clears throat> smooth, pretty light. Like it. Ta- it tastes like a bourbon but not overpowering like some bourbons can be.
0: Yeah, there's not that really harsh bite to it. Mm-hmm. Like every every bourbon or American whiskey that I have is just it's harsh and unpleasant, but this is it's not too terrible.
1: I and mean, I don't I don't look at I mean I've had a good number of bourbons, but I didn't really check the alcohol content on most of those bottles. So I don't know if 45% if that's higher or lower.
0: usually like 40.
1: And that's what I was saying is 40, so I feel like 45% is a little bit higher than the average
0: that's mm-hmm. yummy it's nice and warm i feel like going down my esophagus right now oh it, like it. it feels nice like this is a good like, like winter mm-hmm. winter beverage if it was snowing outside and we had a, had a fireplace going that'd be, would be perfect. amazing oh that'd be so good mm. man i wish it would snow right now
1: there's some drinks that just like lend themselves like if it's like snowing outside I will get myself an old fashioned and like step outside and drink it really <laughs> in the cold feels <laughs> so good it's just like I was saying with the gin and tonic or like if it's a hot sunny day and I was working outside yeah I love just being outside having the you know being a little bit sweaty from working having that cool crisp gin and tonic
0: yeah Hm.
1: the weather can can definitely help
0: yeah no I do like going out to my folks house up in the mountains when it's snowing and, and just drinking a, a glass of of Jameson on the rocks mm-hmm. and it's it's peaceful and it's pleasant. Yeah. Plus, it's also really nice just throwing beers out in the backyard. And, and to then the snow, going and getting one when you're ready. It's perfect.
1: Well, there was that camping trip. Well, it wasn't really a camping trip. We went up to your uh, parents' property and we were camping out. Yeah. And we dug that hole and put a tarp in it and just poured the ice in there.
0: Yeah. No, that was perfect. That was a fucking fun time. Just threw all the beer in that fucking <laughs> hole. Do you remember the, the... What happened before we even got to your parents' yeah, house or oh, my parents' house? Yeah, that was I gotta tell the I gotta tell the people. Yeah, out there.
1: I, I was just bringing that story up actually a couple of days ago.
0: Really? Yeah. So we we had been planning this this camping trip. I mean, was, we were camping in my parents' backyard, but like out in the woods, and it was you, me, Mister Ducky, and your ex. She didn't go with us. Yeah, your ex wife. Oh, she did. Yeah, she, she was should. with us before you guys were married, and we were in my fucking piece of shit car my haunt my Nissan Sentra Mm -hmm. and so we had the back or the trunk was loaded up with beer I mean like a 30 rack and some 40s and or some shit like that and we get up there we're almost to the town where my parents live and I get a flat tire on the freeway Mm -hmm. like motherfucker I pull out or I pull over and I start and there's like there's a CHP there immediately. Yeah, he like, pulls
1: up like right when we're getting out of the car. Yeah.
0: And he's like, Hey, you know, what's going on? I was like, Hey, I just got a flat tire, like, no issue. He's like, Yeah, it's good. You you can change it. I was like, Yeah, I can change it. He's like, You're not gonna drive on that. I was like, No, no, I'll 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 drive up to the to the store right up and it's like less than a mile away. And I'll go, I'll call my parents and look will come pick me up. He's like, Okay. And by policy, I think that they don't CHP have to like stay there until you're like good to leave?
1: Well, he did.
0: Yeah, whether it's a policy or not, he fucking sits there, or no, he's standing outside of the car. And I pop my trunk to to get my spare tire and my my um, tire iron out, Mm -hmm. and there's just all his fucking beer in there. Thankfully, he was not directly behind my car. Well, that's why I
1: was trying to get him to talk. I was trying to talk to him, and get his attention away, yeah. And like, you barely open that trunk. I don't even know how you got that. You like had the trunk like barely open.
0: I like, I lifted it up. And then it like, the trunk like just like goes up on its own. I lifted up the back, pulled out the tire and the uh, tire iron. And by that time, the trunk had already hit the top and was coming back down. And I <laughs> fucking closed. Like, no exaggeration. That's how fucking fast it was. Fast and then was.
1: here, me and Mr. Ducky just trying yeah. to talk to the, get him a little distracted. So he's yeah. not staring at the.
0: It was, dude, I was like, oh, fuck, we're so fucked right now. But we fucking got it changed. Were any
1: of us 21? No. I didn't think so. I didn't think any of of us were 21. None of us were. (laughs) Oh my God. So
0: bad. (laughs) Uh, But then, yeah, no, when we got up to my parents' house and we found our own little spot out there, dug a hole, put a, we put our army poncho down and then filled it up with ice and beer and started a little campfire and
1: slept out there. Yeah, we were so drunk. We were so So drunk.
0: drunk. It was a great time. It was
1: a fun night. Uh, That's what I still remember when um, so I'm trying to distract the CHP guy and I, you know, we, I don't want us to stall or like stutter about what we're doing yeah. because then it's super suspicious. So when you got around the truck, I kind of sidestepped and started talking to him. And I remember thinking, man, if he starts asking for IDs, if he sees that beer, I'm going to totally act like I had no idea that that was in there. I, like, I, I need been. all of us to just act like we were surprised and you can just say it's your parents' car and they must have left it in there.
0: I would have been so screwed, which would have probably worked because it was... Mm -hmm. and my parents yeah that
1: was i already had that like in my head like this we all have to be on the same page though but we can't talk i can't explain this because when we got out of the car it's like we had time we saw the cop before we got out of the car yeah he got out and he pulled up right as soon as we were getting out so yeah so there was no time for us to get our stories together yeah i don't think it would have been that serious honestly
0: no more than likely up there he he would have probably just confiscated it and Mm -hmm. been like don't do this bad kids slap on the wrist and and
1: then we would have had to go all the way back down to get more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> learned our lesson i mean do you really
1: think we would have just been like oh, okay i guess we'll just have a little camping trip then
0: oh yeah no we we would have we wouldn't it wouldn't have happened we would have gone back down for more <laughs> i don't even remember how we got that beer
1: i don't know either i remember we had some hard stuff too no we didn't oh we just i so no, we had a 30 had the pack and then we had, well, I guess there was the thirty pack like Rolling Rock, and then we had some IPAs.
0: No, we had the forties. Oh, it was forties, yeah, right? We didn't have anything strong.
1: But it's just beer, man. Yeah. Up until two thousand and nine, <laughs> beer wasn't considered alcohol by in Russia.
0: Yeah, it's considered soda pop. Yeah, I think it should still be like that. Yeah.
1: What's going on, Russia?
0: <laughs> they got to figure it out.
1: I mean, well, they obviously changed it in 2009. It's 11 years ago. Is that Russia? I thought it was Germany. Not Russia in 2009 changed it. I know Germany let it go for a while.
0: Yeah. Uh, hey, I got a question for you. Yeah, what you got? It's a very deep question. Do you believe in any um, conspiracy theories?
1: <sighs> I mean, you say conspiracy theory, and what comes to mind is, like, the moon landing was faked. No, I don't believe that.
0: You think that really happened? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, like, that JFK assassination wasn't just one crazy guy, and it was something else. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it was. <laughs> Why? Because he was a, JFK was a shaker, and was changing up a lot of things. Yeah. And the fact that the guy who killed him then gets assassinated right off the bat by a guy who was mob ties. mm like, it's not like some, like, because I could see it if it was just, like, someone that really liked JFK, but a guy who had already had a lot of mob connections and legal activities yeah. is the one who assassinates him. Makes sense. So I, was, I don't have a definitive, like, this is who did it, but I do believe that some government agencies, or at least some high up people, made it sure that he got killed. Mm. So that's where I go with conspiracy theories. i all kind of think of something, you know, like, look at something, and go, you know, I don't think what we have as far as information is on the level. Yeah yeah
0: hmm.
1: it's like nine eleven like i don't I don't believe that that Bush orchestrated nine eleven no, I don't believe that Bush just made this plan to do this thing, but I also don't think we have the full information on how it was able to go down and
0: yeah, I don't feel like i mean Bush had only been in office for yeah just over a year so at i point. do think
1: that there's definitely a lot of shady shit that's going on that happened and to make 9-11 happen because i yeah. don't think a bunch of guys just immigrated here got plane license <laughs> mm-hmm. fucking did it from being ordered from a guy who lives in caves you know Yeah. but i, I also am not going to make up you know try to make up a backstory for it because right. that's where you start going down the wrong path is when you start trying to fucking this is what i think happened hmm. It's like, you don't have to fucking come up with what you think happened. You can just know. like, Right. Like, if if you think you caught someone in a lie, you don't go, so this is what I think happened. Because usually you're going to look wrong, and then they're like, oh, this person doesn't know at all. Mm-hmm. Like, if you catch someone in a lie, like one of your soldiers or something, you're like, I know that didn't happen. <laughs> Tell me the <laughs> truth.
0: What about, like, Area 51?
1: I don't really think it has aliens. No? No.
0: What do you think it is?
1: I think it's a um, advanced weapons testing. Mm. yeah.
0: I don't think, personally, I don't think there's anything at Area Fifty One anymore. I think there used to be.
1: I agree. I'll I'll buy that. Like I.
0: But I think it all moved to Area Fifty Two or <laughs> Fifty Three or some shit. <laughs> so
1: my, I have this whole thing. Like I had a, the thing. The stories from people who supposedly worked with aliens aren't consistent, and that's what lets me know that that it's not really that we don't have aliens because if there was a bunch of guys who did their four years and guarded some aliens, we'd have some pretty fucking consistent stories.
0: I don't think you just have anybody with a secret or top secret guarding aliens.
1: Yeah, but as many, as many dumb people as you've met in the Army, you're telling me one of the, a couple of them haven't slid through and actually guarded some aliens?
0: No, I don't think if that's what Area 51 is, no, I do not think that they are the ones guarding it. I Not just, even a little. I just don't That's have that. stupid to think. I just
1: don't have that much faith in who the army sends to what place. Well,
0: I don't think that they use the army to guard it.
1: No, you think they use like special like.
0: Probably some kind of contractors.
1: Contractors? And you don't think the contractors would spill the beans?
0: Maybe. But well, I think it's more like uh Fort Knox. Like Fort Knox, they don't. They only keep people working there. I think what, what I was watching some show on the History Channel years ago, and it was like workers that were like moving gold and shit. Mm-hmm. And they only worked for like six months, and then they got relieved, and then they hired somebody new on.
1: Well, that that does make a little bit of sense. Like they constantly rotate, yeah, so that we don't have enough information to really piece everything together. Exactly, which they did on the Manhattan Project. Like yeah. they had their core group of scientists that were actually working on it, but everyone mm-hmm. else involved kept getting rotated out yeah so that way they didn't didn't have the full idea that they were making a bomb capable of destroying huge areas
0: and plus i think like what what is it uh for judges even if they work like one day they're guaranteed a retirement Mm -hmm. i feel like there's some shit going on with the people who actually work at on like super secret stuff yeah where it's like no matter what you're gonna get taken care of for the rest of your life so that you know the temptation for bribery isn't there
1: the thing is, like, I, I don't disagree with you necessarily, but I was thinking about this a couple of days ago about, like, you know, like, government hitmen and those kind of guys. Yeah. Like, if I work, like, say I was a hitman for the government, I would be so terrified of retiring because I'm, like, I'm not, like, a judge is on paper. Like, everyone knows who the judges They were involved in all these court cases, right? Yeah. And so then, you know, they're, like, I'm going to get paid for the rest of my life when I retire. But you're a hitman. No one knows who you fucking are. Yeah. And do they want to pay you you know, 60000 a year for the rest of your life? Or do they just want to put a bullet in your head back at the guy who's sort of taking your job? And that way yeah. you can't spill any beans about what you did.
0: It's probably what happens.
1: And I, I 100% believe that's what happens.
0: That like, or they'd lock you up in prison. Like
1: Hillary, Hillary Clinton's uh, hitman, he's so scared he's going to get <laughs> retired. He's like, man, I'm 48 now.
0: He's going to be working for her until he's like 80. He's going to try. He's like working out. He's
1: eating healthy. He's not drinking. He's like, no, I got to live forever. He's
0: going. He goes vegan. (laughs) He's like, I can't get the shakes. I got to stay clean. (laughs) Sharp minded. Oh, God. He probably never sleeps.
1: Like he didn't realize like till two years after he got hired that the first person he killed was the guy he replaced. (laughs) And then it clicked with him one day. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) it's it's funny because it could be true it's it's
1: so true man because even like i don't want to hurt people most people some people (laughs) i don't want to hurt some people
0: (laughs) certain people
1: but um even me thinking about it, if i had the secret hitman group no way i'd keep them alive after they retired
0: no probably not no when i don't and i don't think i ever will but no just, that I just mean, especially like bad, when it has to do business. with, like,
1: political killings. Yeah. Like, that's just too much risk. Yeah. Because, like, there's been some people in foreign countries that have died suspiciously. Mm-hmm. Like, even look, example, the um, journalist who was found killed by a radioactive isotope, he was poisoned. And Ooh. he was writing articles against Russia. He did. And dead. Ev- everyone looked at Russia, and they're like, "You, we fucking think you did this. <laughs> and Russia's like, maybe he just ate something by accident. It's <laughs> so, like, everyone thought Russia did it. And if one person spoke, and they're like... We, I did it, or I know who did it for Russia. Then everyone can start sanctioning them and get pissed off. Oh, yeah, but until you find that one person who can give you credence, you're like, we don't really want to start a big military offensive. So,
0: I love how like how very they're they're like, no, we didn't do it. Mm-mm. And everyone's like, you did. We all know <laughs> you did. Nope, no, we didn't. Mm. There's blood. The bloody knife is in your hand. What? No! Somebody put that there. That's not mine. <laughs> They're so I mean, stick even to their that, guns.
1: That uh, he is a former Russian government official, government, or he worked for Putin and KGB, something like that. But he was in the U.S. and he was going to testify. He was under Whitsack, and uh, he was found beaten to death in his room. And they, the official FBI verdict was that he got so drunk that he could repeatedly bashed his body around the room until he died.
0: Wow! Because
1: Russia was like. Oh, he died.
0: <laughs> oh, get the uh, good, good wit. I'm sec. just
1: saying that shit happens all the time. I mean, you know, in Russia. Those guys. Well, I don't know. In Russia. They might be a little different because they would believe in it. But in, I just can't see Americans being allowed to live after they retire. Because you know, you start spending too much money. You start getting a little poor. You start thinking, man, I wonder how much they'd pay me to talk on CNN
0: and then you're dead and
1: then you're dead so they just won't wait for you to talk on CNN they'll just get rid of you right away
0: yeah everybody wants their 15 minutes of fame they want to seem cool they want to get more money that's how you get dead
1: they don't even print multiple retirement checks they just have the same one they use for everybody <laughs> they, they just white it, out over the name they hand it to you and as you're looking down at the total it's <laughs> <laughs> so dark <laughs> I'm just saying Jesus can you imagine working that job <laughs> Where you know you're, like, got a strong feeling that... <laughs>
0: the whole time you're like, I'm the newborn identity. Jason Bourne. Blah. No, nope, you're dead. That's one of the, like, I love the John
1: Wick movies. Like, I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. I enjoy Count of Reeves' gun work. The action's well choreographed. But the truth is, there's no uber spy like that. Anybody can be killed.
0: Yeah, I don't... They're, uh... As awesome as the John Wick movies are, there's not nearly that much hand-to-hand or no. close gunfights. But that's there's what I'm snipers everywhere.
1: Anybody can get killed. Yeah, yeah. And Especially if you don't care if you die, then there's no one that's unkillable. Yeah, it's just a hundred percent true.
0: They're just gonna start bombing the fuck out of the area that you're in. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I mean, yeah. There's people out there; they don't care who they kill, mm-hmm. as long as they kill the person they want to.
1: Yeah. And most of those are government agencies. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's uh, probably. we <laughs> fucking look outside. There's a helicopter. <laughs> oh shit! It
1: was a video I saw today. This guy is the first guy who ever kidnapped someone. And he's asking. The like, first guy ever. Yeah, that's to what kidnap it was called. Someone? The first guy to ever kidnap someone. Oh. He's like, I have him. He's like, well, let him go. No, I want money to let him go. <laughs> <laughs> so the cop goes to talk to his boss, and he's like, "This guy wants money." He told him someone hostage in like a little room and he wants money so he can let him go. He's like, what should I do? Well, you should go make him, like grab him and put him in a little room. He's like, wouldn't we be committing the same crime then? <laughs> He's like, that doesn't work at all. Then I would have to get arrested and go into a little room. He's like, okay, what if we can just arrest people and put them in little rooms, but no one else can?
0: <laughs> that sounds perfect. Yeah. Let's do it.
1: That's the same thing with mur- Like murder government's like, don't kill people.
0: <laughs> Unless you're us.
1: And, but we can.
0: But we can. We're, we're good.
1: Don't get me wrong. I was in the army. I don't feel bad about my service. But it just It's so silly when you think about it. Okay, he murdered someone. What are we going to do? We're going to murder him.
0: It's like cops are like, you can't speed. Here's a ticket for speeding. Here's a ticket for running lights. But you, you just did that in the pursuit of me. Oh, no, I can do it. <laughs> I'm allowed to do it. I'm allowed to. See these lights? That means I can do whatever I want. <laughs> so weird. That's what uh,
1: most most law enforcement injuries are when they're racing to the scene of a crime.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: So my friend who's a copy said that he's had multiple friends get seriously injured, like full yeah. con for months because they're racing to like not even like a, a hostage situation or like, a shooting. They're racing to like a small fender bender. Just yeah, because they had the chance to go as fast as they could.
0: So so stupid. <laughs> <sighs> so uh,
1: conspiracy y- theories, though, you have any more that you, bl- you think about or Bigfoot? I don't know, man. I've seen some crap up in the woods. Like I haven't seen Bigfoot, but there's just been some weird going on. So, so I'm not good, someone who's like definitely Bigfoot. There's a big hairy ape that's a real animal that lives out there. Yeah, but there's just been some weird shit. I, <laughs> I don't, don't
0: think Bigfoot's a thing. I don't think th- I honestly it's, don't. I don't. It's not alive today.
1: I don't think it's an animal out there.
0: Maybe one day, well, one, like, back in the day, maybe. Today, no. Well,
1: that's what this one um, guy I was talking to, he's really obsessed with Bigfoot. Yeah. But he was telling me that the um, the tribes, like the Native Americans up in Washington, like Washington State, were terrified of Bigfoot. Like, mm-hmm. with what what their version of Bigfoot. Yeah. Similar description, but unless they left sacrifices out in the woods, uh, like animal sacrifices and food and stuff, Yeah. Bigfoot would come in and kill their children. And that was multiple tribes had similar th- similar things, whereas other tribes like in California thought Bigfoot was a protector and they would leave sacrifices for him. So his theory was that Bigfoot's not like a like a mammal of some kind, but is actually some kind of like spiritual or some kind of paranormal phenomena. Hmm. So I found that actually more convincing than the idea that there's just this animal in a highly populated area of the United States that just can't be found.
0: Highly populated.
1: Why? As far as how many people, how many human beings travel? Because like, there's a lot of hunting and hunters and fishers and right. hiking and just the idea with that many people going through that there's occasional stories and no photos. Mm-hmm. I mean, when did the fo- when did cell phones first get cameras?
0: Uh, early two thousands. Yeah. Late two thousands.
1: No, it's early two thousands. Is it? We're at, we're at like twenty years where everyone always has a camera on them and no one's caught a picture of Bigfoot in recent years It seems any way legit.
0: Yeah. But somehow they were able to f- get get video of Bigfoot like years yeah. ago or like 20, well, 30 so that, years. That ago. was
1: that was debunked already. The guys came yeah. out. And... That's obviously so. Like, that's like if I was gonna give any credence to Bigfoot, it'd be some kind of unknown phenomena and not an yeah. animal whatsoever. <laughs> Especially when feces can't be found.
0: I'm not even saying it's not an animal. I think it's probably like if if anything, it would be like a a mutated bear, yeah, like that just evolved into something smaller that walked on his hind legs or some shit like or just something that some some fucking native American was smoking that peace pipe and thought they said saw something and they didn't or they're i don't know eating some psychedelic shit i think that's more probable
1: well that's what like years ago i was out camping we were hunting and we were you know drinking a few beers yeah. and there was something started knocking on a tree it sounded like a stick banging on a tree and we're yeah. in the middle of fucking nowhere And so I went running into the dark because I wanted to fucking see what it was.
0: That's stupid.
1: You know, I had, I had the gun on me and I was just like, I want to see what, like, because my uncle loves telling Bigfoot. My thought is if there is Bigfoot, I want to, I want to see Bigfoot. I know it's, it's not the smartest move, but I just really wanted because they were just telling Bigfoot stories not long before this. I was like, I want to see it, like Mm. verify it. And then of course they all got fucking pissed at me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I would have been too.
1: But I just I'm not one of those guys who's like, I'm gonna tell stories and you know, hear stories and then not try to if I get the chance to investigate.
0: I'm not saying I wouldn't investigate, but I wouldn't just run off into the darkness well, as a child. Well, I wasn't a child. A, not I mean alone. This
1: was right after I got back from Afghanistan.
0: Yeah, alone. Yeah. No. Still right now with everything that I have and my confidence, no, I still wouldn't. That's just stupid.
1: Well, it's like I didn't. didn't oh, I grade.
0: saw Bigfoot and then I got ripped in fucking half. Oh, good. Glad I saw Bigfoot. Well, then then you
1: would know for sure Bigfoot was true. Maybe. That was kind of but my thought. like, even if Bigfoot attacks me, like, I'm going to be some definitive fucking proof here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking solve this you one. You better
0: make love to my dead body.
1: I didn't mean, think about it. I'd, I'd go down in history as the guy, the first person murdered by Bigfoot on record.
0: But what? If, what if he doesn't leave any semen behind? And they just think you got raped by a bear. <laughs> <laughs> you're up in heaven. You're like, fucking worth it, bro. <laughs> that
1: Brooklyn 99 line. you like, yeah, his body was found with bear semen. He's like, where was it found? Not even going to pause on the bear semen, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, where was the bear semen found? <laughs> That's what I want to know. In his ear interesting okay, okay. <laughs> i a, see you bear i you, see you smoky <laughs>
1: got a kinky bear out there
0: <laughs> he's in the, some weird orifices
1: go in the department of forestry be like hey Smoky." Around, he's like i don't know why you'd be questioning me i don't didn't see that body oh smoky <laughs> <laughs> you done fucked up now <laughs> 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 gotta change their mascot
0: <laughs> what would they change it to I don't know. I know we I think we all already know what Australia's new uh Smoker the bear is going to be. Koala? Fucking a coffin koala. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: so Bigfoot, you don't believe in it? No. I just know I've seen weird shit in the woods, but I don't honestly believe in Bigfoot. Man. Um,
0: do you think do you think aliens exist?
1: Man, like the universe is fucking infinite, right? Yep. But do I think, like, it's two different questions. Am I open to the idea that aliens exist somewhere out there? No.
0: Do you think aliens exist out there?
1: With how big the universe is, I'm going to say yes. Do I think we've been visited by aliens? I really don't.
0: I think it's, um, well, I got two two quotes on this, uh, and I'm paraphrasing. And one is, uh, either we're alone in the universe or we're not, and both thoughts are equally scary.
1: I've heard that before Yeah yeah.
0: And then one was the uh, When it came to Wondering whether aliens had visited us or not I think it was by Neil deGrasse Tyson But it's the same (coughs) Excuse me In his thought process He thinks it's Aliens are like We are to worms We walk past them On the ground And think nothing of them And that Maybe aliens are the same way That they're so far advanced That they look down at us Like fucking earthworms And they don't even notice us well, and, we don't, and we as worms can't even recognize their existence.
1: Well, my other thought is is that what if they're way behind us, man? Oh,
0: yeah, of course. So uh, there was,
1: um, I mean, there's been a couple of times in history that we've received mm-hmm. weird signals out of nowhere.:
0: Yeah. And but we also can't explain them on any level. Yeah, they could be natural phenomenons in the universe, but they could also be. And then the it
1: was uh, I think it's still in our um, solar system, but it was an object that came in, and you know they usually can figure out what things are made out of. Mm-hmm. But they didn't know what it was made of. It was a, it was a substance not yet observed anywhere, yeah. and so it's some kind of meteorite. And then it slowed down. It, it changed speed as it was moving through space. Yeah. And, and then picked up speed and moved back around the sun and t- left our solar system. Yeah. That's weird, man. Like I'm not saying yeah. no, that's definitely aliens. But the fact that they, we didn't recognize what it was, like what it was made yeah. out of, and yeah. then the fact that it also like changed its speed. Yeah, That's pretty unexplainable. Am I going to be like, oh, aliens definitely went by? I mean,
0: aliens probably, but... But
1: then in the back of my head, when I heard about it in like when it first came out, I was like, they're going to fucking call me back. (laughs) I'm going to be active duty again. Motherfucker. I'm going to be fighting some aliens. Damn it. (laughs) Uh... War of the world shit. I'm not even going to get cool aliens to fight where I can kill a bunch of them. It's going to be like some (laughs) big old machines that we can't even take them down. (laughs) They're going to be like, Yeah, just go shoot at that thing that has shields and we can't figure out how to damage it. Like, no, fuck you.
0: (laughs) What do you think? Do you have any kind of like mental picture of what you think an alien would be?
1: I don't. um, So I think the problem is, is that we're so fixated on how we see our animals. Like the different, like we have a wide variety of different life forms. But if you look at movies, they're always like, oh, that's cat like or that's dog like or Yeah. Or it's human like. Human like or it's bug like. Yeah. And there's always something that directly references what we have. Yeah. Well that's I mean and we can the, only I mean we're all we're all carbon based here, right? Yeah. But there's you know, they're not beyond the idea that they could be silicone based. Right. I mean, even based off of an element like their base makeup could be an element that we don't even know about fucking know exists. Yeah. And so the number of appendages, where they're placed, their sensory organs, like they exist in a world where eyes wouldn't help you at all.
0: <laughs> they could have the, I mean yeah, and they could also be telepathic perhaps. I know that's great. Did you see that movie Arrival? Yeah.
1: I love that film. It's a good movie. Because it, the aliens were so abstract and it was fascinating to me that they didn't it see time. like
0: octopuses kind of. But that's but,
1: that's going to be the part of the limit like no matter how far out there you want to go, yeah. you're still going to be limited based off of what we know exists. Yeah. So hmm. I I enjoyed the movie just because it did breach the subject that we could are so far, like we could be so different from understanding them that it's basically impossible.
0: I feel like if there are aliens, what first comes to my mind is something more uh, bug resembling because bugs are just so resilient. And if it's carbon based, then it's, I feel like it's going to resemble something like I mean, it
1: makes sense. And that was kind of the idea of some of the early science fiction. Yeah. Like Starship Troopers, the original novel.
0: Exactly. So. I just feel like, cause, just because just bugs are so fucking resilient and on Earth, that why would they not be also in, on other planets and other solar systems?
1: Well, it's like in the original novel, Starship Troopers, we, the humans were kind of fuckers. Like yeah. we were just like the first like it's not just the bugs we fight, like the first chapter, I believe it's one of the early chapters, it's him, the main star, Rico. He's like he jumps down like does a halo jump and they're just killing these like indigenous people of this planet because mm-hmm. they're really tall and strong and they can shoot fire. Mm-hmm. And so they're not like at war with them or anything. They don't have as much technology as we have, but there's like we should probably get them <laughs> now. <laughs> Safe bet. I can't help but think that if humans get to be able to space travel and, like, colonize planets, we're going to fucking do that to all the aliens we find. Because we're going to Probably.
0: Like, they're like, oh, you... We're like, you got oil? Let's go. And then they don't have oil. Well,
1: I think it's beyond that. It's like, man, they're a little bit behind us on space. What if they get ahead of us and they're, they don't like us?
0: <laughs> we can't be the weak ones. I
1: mean, look at colonization just in world history. Like, how often we were just like, man... They seem friendly right now, but
0: eh. We want what they have, so we're just going to take it.
1: I mean, that's why the first like, settlers in America, they bought the islands from the natives. Because they're like, we don't know how many of them there are. Yeah. We're outnumbered. There's not a lot of backup. And as soon as we had backup, we're like, okay.
0: Okay. This is mine now. <laughs> Thank you. You <laughs> we went done. from
1: buying to being like, so you're going to move over there. No, but my house is, but you're going there.
0: <laughs> you're going over yonder get out get
1: but no nah, i i just you know i don't really believe in the ufo stories
0: no i definitely don't really uh don't believe them
1: and you know part of what all this could be is like my dad's always been a huge um, like conspiracy theory he like loves hearing about aliens and bigfoot and all that yeah and i've just seen so many documentaries and heard people's stories and
0: i just i hear so much stuff and i just like y'all are reaching Mm -hmm. you're reaching and it's just so some of it could be
1: legit and then the the person who witnessed it just happened to decide that they wanted to embellish too much where the believability. exactly believability
0: yeah was was there's like a place in new hampshire or new york or some shit like where's there's the most ufo sightings that they're and then more there than anywhere else in the universe like there's literally like one every hour statistically and it's like i don't i don't think so
1: Well, like, my
0: friend... Why there? There's nothing special there.
1: The most believable UFO story I've ever heard is um, my friend who I deployed with. I'm not going to say his name, but he was Mexican. He was born and raised in Mexico, served in the Mexican Army. So when I met him, he was in his Mm mid-40s, serving in the U.S. Army. Yeah. But he told me he grew up in southern Mexico, rural Mexico. And when he hit 16, his dad took him up hunting into the mountains. And his dad took him to this very specific spot they had never gone to, very remote up in the mountains. Mm Mm-hmm and said, now we're going to stay up and you're going to watch this with me, son. <clears throat> don't tell every, and, you know, don't talk about this in the town. And they saw these lights that were moving around the mountains. He said they they made some noise and they were doing just crazy f- flips and maneuvers. He's like, I don't know if it was airplanes, but at the time we didn't really have any planes like that. Mm-hmm. They didn't look like planes. And the fact that he just told me, like, I still don't know whatever that was. And that's how he told me the story. Hmm. And that, you know, just felt like it had credibility to me that he definitely saw something. Right. And he just wasn't trying to expose it on what it could be. He just knew it was weird. Yeah. So, and other people from his village, when he went back as an adult, he kind of brought it up and they are like, well, we don't talk about that. But yeah, every, well, like all the men knew about the lights in the mountains. And it was like a real thing that happened almost every year.
0: Do you ever think that if there are aliens that they had ever, they've ever visited Earth before, like thousands of years ago? And that's why we have things like the Mayans and the e- the Egyptians and shit like that. I mean... Not necessarily saying that they, they helped build the shit that yeah, um, is there today, but that well, they just visited.
1: I can't remember if it was the Aztecs <clears throat> or the Mayans, but they had this story about how this um the steel ship showed up from the ocean. Mm-hmm. And this was when there was nothing close to steel ships over on anywhere else in the world. But right. And the steel ship showed up, and these people with pale skin came out, and they like taught them things, and like they actually listed like what they had taught it. Mm-hmm. And then the people went back on the steel ship and went back out, yeah. to never to be seen again. That just seems like a very arbitrary thing because it doesn't fit into the religion. They're just like, yeah, this thing happened with these weird people on this ship that was made out of black steel showed up,
0: and that was it, and no, that was nothing it. Else. <laughs> then, no, I said, I feel like I don't think that. I mean. I'm very naive on the subject of like the pyramids and shit, but I don't think that aliens helped build that. I but, don't really either. But in my brain, I think there's a chance that they, the Egyptians built it for the aliens. Like they visited like that. I don't believe this. That's just like a thought mm-hmm. that could have, uh, could have been, but that aliens visited. And then the fucking Egyptian people were like, we'll build this big thing. And then they'll come visit us again. Like, yeah, the the
1: black like thing a, always like the black ship always just bothered me because it wasn't part of their religion. So it's not yeah. like they worshipped them. I've never also, heard of that. Yeah, they were just like, yeah, this weird thing happened.
0: <laughs> hmm. <laughs> That's very
1: interesting. Though. Yeah. I mean, maybe someone, some historian from their past, or some recorder just decided to fuck with everyone in the future, like I would. <laughs> <laughs> That's entirely possible too. <laughs> so, like, I'm the only one in this town who can read.
0: What about? It's not really a conspiracy theory, but do you think time travel is possible or ever will be possible?
1: I really don't think so. No? No. I just think, um, I don't think we as humans, well, I can't say that we'll never, but I don't think us as humans are in the place. Like, we, we definitely need some evolution for us to be able to handle that mentally.
0: You don't think evolution happens?
1: No, I, I believe in microevolution. Okay. But I'm saying that we, I'm not saying we couldn't, developed to the point, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah. I also, like, I've seen a lot, of I've read a lot, and I've watched a couple documentaries on time travel and the different arguments for and against it, and it's just, at this point, there's sides on both camps, but even the sides on the camp of It's Possible have so many different arguments on how it would work as far as the flow of time. It's like even, they said in Avengers and Games, like, if you go into the past, the past then becomes your future. Yeah. And your future self can't change your past self because then your past self doesn't get like would never come back to begin with to change yeah. things. Yeah, I so. don't
0: think I don't think time travel is real. I don't think so I don't either. think it ever will be. I don't. I think it's impossible. It just doesn't make sense. And also because we've never done anything remotely close to it.
1: And, and also, it's like. So we could spend a long time figuring out time travel, or we could just work more on not fucking up our own lives, so we don't need to go back and fix things.
0: I don't mean I don't think it's necessarily about going back and fixing things on like a for the better thing. I think it's a society as a whole, I think it's a very selfish premise uh, of time travel because everyone's like, "Oh, if only I could go back in time and fix my life." Like, I don't think it's. I I don't even think it's possible.
1: Like World War Two was awful, right? you know millions yeah. upon millions dead the holocaust just generally like it was just tragic you know yeah but you also have to look at like if it couldn't have happened maybe that would have been better but countries grow and technology speeds up when you're in a time of war yeah and our we had medical huge leap through in medical knowledge and warfare and combat knowledge but also like supply chains like we we developed the whole world developed we jumped ahead like 80 years in the and course it's, of 10 it's years.
0: partially responsible for the fact that we got out of the great depression mm-hmm. as quickly as we did. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it would have been a slower rebuild. Yeah. I mean, it's just one factor of what helped us get out of it. But in all reality, like I'm not saying I wouldn't go back and if I could prevent world war two, but a lot of good came out of it. And that's going to sound really fucked up. And I'm like, no millions of people dying or, whatever the number is, and, and mm-hmm. fucking so much artwork and history getting destroyed and, a, and like a country's getting torn apart, all terrible, all bad. But despite that, so much good came out of it. Countries coming together, nations coming together, mm-hmm. the world coming together fucking are the the way that we advanced in the medical field and yeah. the military field and, and so many other things was and, and I mean, look, amazing.
1: So say you go back kill Hitler, which Germany probably still would have gone to war if you did that. Yeah, but say they don't, then what you're looking at is ten years down the road we're fighting Russia, because Russia already had you know eyes like we were like we had the the only reason it was a cold war and not a hot war, is because we had nukes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is that the cold war came because Russia we knew russia wanted to fight us yeah. and russia knew we didn't like them and wanted to fight them yeah but russia also didn't want to fucking move a finger in our direction because we had nukes that we could just drop everywhere and they didn't have them yet. yeah
0: and they'd already seen what
1: we, we they saw that we were willing to use them yeah and what it caused
0: and what we're capable of doing when we fucking mm-hmm. bind together with other countries and, and for uh, and like, like like that's the biggest thing is like we as a fighting force isn't what war- won world war ii it was our numbers and our money yeah that's why we were such a fucking amazing fighting force in, in the in the european theater and in the pacific theater and
1: the truth is is that you know we've pumped a lot of numbers but our training because we we're trying to pump so many we pumped our military up so quickly the training was subpar oh yeah absolutely and so you know not to say that we had a bunch of badass soldiers for sure but it was because it was, it was the smart tough ones who survived the first wave of bullets yeah, you know
0: exactly so,
1: I mean, can you imagine yeah. that 18 years old and you fucking just spent, or you know, you're 21 now, you spent three years in the European theater.
0: I mean, I wouldn't be 18, but yeah. I'm just um, saying, like, yeah, it's 16 crazy.
1: Lying and signing up, going over there.
0: Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I'd do it. Hmm. I, mean, I would do it without hesitation, but. That'd be a very different world. Well,
1: that's why E.B. Sledgehammer, who he's written a lot of books that are really enjoyable, but uh, he he was in the army. He was going through uh, ROTCs or not. He was going through ROTC. He ended up joining the Marine Corps. But the reason he joined instead of waiting for college to finish is he was afraid the war would be over before he got done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's commendable.
1: He said he's like, I was stupid. <laughs> like, no. He's admit like, he admitted that he was.
0: What I was. What I thought was pretty dope was I I don't remember what I was watching. It might have been a movie, but I think it was a documentary. And it was talking about uh, like this one dude was getting shit talked from his friends about voluntarily enlisting in World War II into the army. And they're like, why would you do that? Why would you why not just wait and see if you're drafted? And then if you're not drafted, you don't have to go. And he's like, because I want to go and deploy with the motherfuckers who want to go and deploy and fight, mm-hmm. not with the people that got forced to do it, because at least the people I'm going with will have heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's fucking true. That makes sense. Yeah. like.
1: But that, I mean, that doesn't, because, like, so, like, Sledgehammer signed up, was a mortar man, but after his first, I can't remember what island it was that he hit first after training, and he was, like, there's three people left from his platoon. Jesus. Yeah, it was...
0: <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> so... Yeah.
1: But speak, going back to World War II, as far as conspiracy theories, so uh, Winston Churchill and um, Roosevelt had already agreed that after they won, they took over Germany, they're going to castrate all the male Germans.
0: That's seems... and let
1: them all die out as a people. Wow! So that because Germans had already started two world wars in a short amount of time. That's aggressive. <laughs> they were not going to.
0: Fuck around
1: Fuck around And then their plan was to set up bases in Germany Which is we ended up doing that yeah. But the reason we were setting up bases Is they wanted to immediately go into a land Where like people are used to war right now People, Some people are tired But we got all the forces in Europe We have the forces over on the, on, in Asia From yeah. the Japanese invasion And yeah. so their plan was to just go straight into Russia And fucking do the same thing to Russia <laughs> Jesus They were going to drop a couple nukes And just make Russia not a problem anymore And the reason it didn't happen Is because Roosevelt died and really? so Winston approached, uh, approached oh God, I can't wait, I'm drawing a blank right now. Uh, it starts with a T, oh God. T- Truman. Truman, thank you. I can not believe it. But it when it's, as it's soon pro- as you
0: started drawing yeah. a blank, I started drawing a blank.
1: He approached Truman, but he was like, hey, yeah, we, me and Roosevelt kind of had this under the table discussion about what we were going to do. Like, All the war advisors know about it. Like, are you going to still back me up on this? And Truman was like, people are tired of war, man. Yeah. <laughs> we're kind of sick of it. yeah. I'm sure Winston called him a pussy, but... <laughs> but We're can set. you imagine that alternate, like, how what would have gone down if Roosevelt didn't die and we actually did that?
0: Unfathomable, really. Yeah,
1: like, Germany doesn't no longer exists as a people. By this time, it would have been absorbed by Poland and uh, France. Yeah. And then That's Russia's no. obliterated, like, they're a small, weak country now.
0: Do you really think that we could have...
1: Taken, taken over Russia, Russia? With our land forces still there and then nukes? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking we could have.
0: Really? No one else had nuclear bombs.
1: Or yeah. total bombs.
0: Man, I mean, I feel like we would have spent so much money.
1: We would have dropped bombs on Stalingrad, Moscow.
0: I don't even think Stalingrad would have been a target. I think it would have. It would have only been a moral target, yeah. if anything. And... Yeah, but dropping. it was only such a. It would have only been such a significant moral target because that's what Germany went for immediately, and then was unable to get.
1: And then we just took it, in, yeah, in an instant with a flash and a bang. Yeah, <laughs> that would that would fucking kill morale. And then think about how yeah. many Russians had already died in the war because they had that meat grinder thing where they were just sending wave after wave. So Russia was fucking brutal. Russia
0: wasn't losing very many.
1: Russia lost a lot of guys in the initial invasion if russia's casualties is higher than germany and japan combined germany japan italy combined is close to about russia's numbers
0: well yeah germany's was the lowest out of every country yeah. but they were resilient they fought hard no, i'm not
1: saying they didn't fight hard but they, they lost a lot of people yeah.
0: but they were also fighting with men women and children i
1: thought like russia still has this shortage of men from world war ii not today there's their number of men compared to women is still but it's not a shortage low, I know it's lower Racial, than the average. that doesn't
0: mean that there's a shortage
1: when it's that much lower than the average of the world or other countries it still shows that a lot of men fucking died and also they're not making more men so
0: because they have a lot of control over that just, can you imagine if they actually get genetic like uh what was it where like the what do they call it like where you can like design your own baby that'd be crazy well, they're, they're working on I, it. I know they are. I and they like, are. the Russia's just going to fucking, like, no more women. <laughs> For every five men, you can have one woman.
1: I mean, this is fucked up to say, but it'd be better to have, like, five women to every man, and then he puts five babies in them, as far as a breeding machine goes. I mean. And then you just start, if you start thinking, like, hey, we might go to war soon, start pumping out a few more men.
0: Yeah. If you're looking, like, 20 years down the line, 18, yeah. and 20 years down the line.
1: But it, nowadays, wars don't work that way. Like, back in World War One and Two, it worked that way, where you started eyeing it from. Yeah. But now it can happen so quick.
0: And now wars are so fought, are fought so much less about boots on the ground than they ever were before. And
1: that's because, uh, you know, aircraft.
0: Drones and bombs. Helicopters, and yeah. Helicopters.
1: You get your 150,000 troops together. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's what I still remember the first time we called an air support over there and I saw an Apache or there was two Apaches just fucking up this hillside. And I'm like, I don't want to go to war against people that have it aircraft.
0: <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> not ex- especially not when I don't have it
1: or like fast movers. Like we called in fast movers once and you didn't I didn't hear them before I saw the bombs drop. Yeah, I didn't hear them. It's so insane it how fast so those fighter jets quick. and shit move. It was so quick. Oh, my God. Like, I couldn't have done anything to react. They were coming for me? No, nothing. There there was no reaction time. None.
0: Zero. You just... You can't even pray. (laughs) You literally don't even have time to pray. (laughs) You're like, hopefully that morning prayer fucking was good enough for me because fucking your ass is gone.
1: Our artillery, it can shoot so fucking far now.
0: It's crazy. And our tanks, fucking Abrams fucking shit up. I mean, of,
1: it is kind of crazy that tanks are completely gotten. Like bi- tanks did not matter in Afghanistan; they were basically useless because of all the IEDs and the flat bottoms.
0: I mean, they weren't. They at uh, the uh, the uh, uh, initial invasion. Well, the invasion of, the, uh, uh, the invasion of Iraq. Yeah, they yes. were
1: useful, but Afghanistan they weren't. And then later on in Iraq, when it turned to the to the more urban warfare, yeah, you just couldn't. Like, I never saw a tank outside the wire.
0: Yeah. No, they were u- They were more used as like artillery than yeah. anything, like close range artillery. Mm. Even though they can fucking pick off targets at over a mile away,
1: which tanks like, will if we do ever fight in co- real country. Oh yeah, but, like South America. I'll sign back up to go fight in some South American jungles. So I'll get my <laughs> year in South America.
0: <laughs> Dude, I'm more worried about the wildlife in South America <laughs> than I am the people. <laughs> this shit down there is fucking scary. We're going to be fucking fighting, like, leopards and snakes and alligators and You get goats. orders to
1: deploy to Africa. You're like, wait, Africa's real?
0: <laughs> That's a real place? I
1: thought it was, like, a joke, like, that. for scary stories about wild animals. I thought that was made up. I thought, I thought that. lions were, like, Bigfoot.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Did I
1: already tell the story about the killer elephant?
0: Uh, I think so. Uh, okay.
1: That's yeah. terrifying shit, man.
0: Yeah elephants are scary they're cool but they're scary I always wanted to ride one though I would totally ride one
1: I would too honestly
0: bareback I would like, like Aladdin
1: as long as it was you know because some of these uh, groups that do like the elephant rides they abuse the elephants so fucking bad uh-huh. and I know I sounded kind of like a hippie but I really don't like animal abuse especially intelligent like no. well, any animal I don't like animal abuse
0: any animal abuse is, is fucking wrong like if you're gonna kill it, use it. Mm-hmm. Use it in some way. Like, I have no problem with slaughterhouses. Oh, excuse me. That's wow, just, that no. was that was loud. Weird. That wasn't even a burp. It's just. Yeah, I like, don't know what that was. Uh, um, like, we we have a huge economy that is ran off of fucking meat. And
1: I, there's things I don't like. I don't like, like seeing the ki- the chickens in these cages where they can't fucking move their whole life.
0: Not a huge yeah. fan of it, but I'm also I'm really a huge fan of not paying twelve dollars for a fucking a chicken at the grocery store.
1: Yeah, I can get that.
0: It's an like that's where people think that like what pisses me off is they're like it's it needs to be treated so much better. It needs to be treated like a human. No, it, well, and that's why I it's say, an animal. I wouldn't
1: say I want to treat it like a human. Yeah, but down the road, I would like to get like this year. I'm planning on getting some chickens. Yeah, and raising them.
0: Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I have raised, me and my family, we have raised out pigs, chickens. I think that's all we've raised out for But slaughter. I'd just
1: rather do it that way where I'm raising some chickens on my own. Yeah. And then they have a, you know, they're on the country. They have a yeah. nice area to walk around in. And then we do. I, I, oh, we I treat them. Kill them and butcher them. Great. And, I know. Like, your pigs, you treat day. it great.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, chi- pigs and chickens. Yeah. yeah
1: you. I mean, you definitely treat the chickens well. You definitely treated the pigs well.
0: Yeah. You, you do it until the, you treat them perfectly until the last day and yeah. then it's like well yeah guess what your food now i'm sorry and it's Bye. like i'm
1: a fan of hunting yeah
0: and like do i have
1: any do i feel bad about shooting a deer
0: no no yeah. no
1: do no. i want them to suffer no, no i don't want them to have any unneeded suffering.
0: oh and that well so what i think is fucking crazy is that you remember uh dirty jobs with dave crow yeah um where i think like a lot of these yeah. part of my terminology would be like hippies be getting so involved with it and it's actually making shit worth, worse is where they're he, he did a, a show I don't think they ever actually aired it but where they're castrating lambs mm-hmm. and he shows up and the the farmer's there and it's like he goes in with a knife cuts their fucking balls off mm-hmm. he, he fucking or no he cuts open their scrotum sucks their is weird sucks their testicles out with like a vacuum no like with his mouth oh he does and then cuts the testicles off and then they burn the incision closed and and then like within five minutes the lamb is walking off a little bit sore mm-hmm. and, and everyone's like oh my god that's so fucked up that's so fucked terrible and i don't get me wrong it's pretty brutal mm-hmm. but according to i think it was according to like the laws or some shit or how like how it was like humanely supposed to be done is that you took a rubber band and you tied it around the lamb's testicles and then for three or four days Mm -hmm. they were in terrible riding pain pain until eventually the blood circulation was closed off closed off and they and the testicles just fall off yeah and it's Which like, I've
1: seen done before. I I put the rubber band on.
0: Yeah, and it's like, what's worse? Four days of agonizing pain. I mean, for our fucking female listeners who have never been hitting the fucking testicles, like that's like last five ten minutes maybe. But that kind of pain for fucking yeah
1: days. No. Nah, versus, I mean, I know if I had to choose, thirty like, seconds like of an incision. This and is going to happen no matter what. Do you want it quick? Like where it's a couple of seconds Absolutely. of harsh pain, or yeah. you want four days of agony because it's more humane. Yeah,
0: fuck you. I, Give me the quick. And literally, I don't understand how that's more humane. It's yeah. not. It that is ter- That's like torture. It's literally torture. There's so much of this shit, but My, it's like it's like what Peta who gets involved with all this shit, and, and I think it was you to tell me that they've actually may, killed more species off than they've yeah. actually saved.
1: Yeah, they kill off the whole species of antelope that um, was from Africa. Yeah, and um, there's a place in Texas where you could pay to hunt them, yeah. and so they kept them, bre- you know, breeding. And they yeah. kept them alive, and they just, you know, they only allowed it, let a certain amount be hunted, so that way they could keep their their profit. You know, they could keep their yeah. business, and then PETA made it illegal. They lobbied and got laws passed that made it illegal to have non-indigenous animals that are hunted. Yeah. So then all those animals on their property that were non-indigenous became nuisance animals, and so they were allowed to shoot them, and they shot them all. <laughs> And
0: then they got dead, mm-hmm. and they went extinct. Yeah. So good job, Peter. Killing it, <laughs> <laughs> literally killing it.
1: It's gonna <sighs> be everything next.
0: And it's like, it literally boils down to that whole like, the the worst things happen with the best of intentions. Yeah. And it's like,
1: well, that's what like. Um, so I'm not sure if you know this. Polar bears are illegal to hunt. Right. Makes right. sense. They're kind of endangered, but indigenous spe- uh, peoples are still legally allowed to hunt polar bears. Right. They don't do it a lot, but they do it if there's necessity. If there's a, and right now they're lobbying to try to get the polar bear hunting made completely legal for everybody. It's like some things exist for a reason.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at trying to fucking. No, I'm definitely, I'm a protect endangered species. But one side of me is like, well, if they're endangered, they're endangered for a reason. Well, and, sometimes and sometimes it's not that.
1: man fucking things up for them. But
0: and that I'm that's that aside, I'm saying mm-hmm. sometimes. species go extinct for a reason because they didn't adapt to the world Mm -hmm. plenty of other species did it but at the same point like there are so many um game hunting companies like in africa and and even in america where they literally breed these animals Mm -hmm. for people to hunt and because of the money that they pull in from people buying tags like literally there are like like I don't know. I don't know the actual numbers, but I know they the tags for like killing a lion or a giraffe Mm -hmm. or some shit are thousands of dollars. No, like legal hunting in
1: Africa helps them so much in the preservation. It's the only reason
0: that those some of those species are still alive. Yeah,
1: because poachers would go for them, and it gives them the money the money to fight poachers and protect these animals. And like, I'm a huge conservationist. Yeah, like I, I am definitely into the idea of preserving the wildlife that we have. Certainly. Because not just do I like hunting it, but I like seeing it. You know, yeah. I like going out on a hike or, you know, being in the wilderness yeah. and seeing these animals. And the tags that we pay for in the hunting licenses help go to conservation.
0: Exactly. And it's, it's so huge, but the people get so wrapped around the, oh, just, we can't let them, any of them die. I'm like, well, if you don't let any of them die, then you're not going to bring any money in to protect those, those mm-hmm. species. And then they're going to die naturally and, or to poachers yeah well that's and now right. good job now you actually made that animal and i species. hate
1: poachers poachers make me oh, so no, it's, it's like up in, me the fuck off. up in the county where i hunt um poachers got this be such a problem that you couldn't find a fucking deer for a while yeah because there was just so many people that were poaching year-round yeah and it pisses me off like Man. it's terrible but there is um, a state it was east coast state i can't remember i, I want to say new york but i could be wrong but they were having such a problem with deer and traffic because nobody was hunting, like their hunting numbers were astronomically low just because it wasn't being passed down to the kids and Yeah, it wasn't culturally used there. Like yeah. it wasn't part of the family lines. And so they were having a huge increase in fatalities and just traffic accidents from deer. So they were actually paying people to harvest. Like they were offering like free hunting license and tags and you would get paid for your harvest. Wow. Like a hundred bucks or something. That's how desperately they needed to because uh-huh. the deer had just overbred. They didn't have as many natural predators. and
0: Hunt, Hunting is not bad when it's- I mean, The thing people don't realize is we're part of the food chain. Yeah. Humans
1: have always been part of the food chain. And we always will be. And so we can't pretend that we're not responsible to help manage it. Yeah. Because if there's too many predators, we would kill the excess predators so they didn't take our game. Yeah. Like in California, they have a huge mountain lion problem right now. hmm Because we can't kill mountain lions. And so now the well, game- Farmers can. Farmers can, but that's it, and it has to be a threat to their livestock. livestock. But and now, because of the dramatic increase in mountain lions, since their their only natural predator, humans, mm. can't can't prey on them, is that we have fewer deer, and we have fewer the um, goats that are over uh, north of us. We have fewer goats. We don't have the elk population we used to have.
0: But there's also a a bit of like non-human intervention that will still balance out the mountain lion populace and and shit like that where it's like literally like what i can't remember the basic like the most basic scenario that i can think of is like a, a wolf to deer ratio will be ever changing as as wolves go up the deer population will go down and this deer population goes down the wolves will starve and their population will go down and then the deer will go back up and vas- vice versa the problem forever. in this
1: case though is, is humans are also part of the problem with that of course because we have dogs yes and the mountain lion ain't scared about eating a dog or your pet cat
0: no. dude some of those fucking like porch videos that you see where a fucking mountain mm-hmm. lion will snag a dog off the front porch or the side porch of a house that shit feels so bad because i love dogs so much i do but too that but shit's fucking scary
1: and that's what i'm saying is so but that what happens too. if the deer get low they start eating more dogs and then you yeah. lose your dog and yeah maybe you don't get a new dog right away but in the next couple of months you're probably getting another dog yep they could just keep their rotation going yeah <laughs> that's true your house so yeah they bring they drive the deer population down but then the mountain lions don't start because yep. they got they got puppies and kitties and like um my friend over in uh well, she lives way out in the country. She has security cameras out there, and her neighbor lost a goat and a dog. And then on her camera, she caught a lion trying to get to her goats. Like, it, wow. was, it was creepy. Like, she showed me the video, and he was luckily they have a nice fence in this electroplane because they knew the lion was around. Yeah. On the outside, there's two wires. And the lion was like pawing and like zapped itself twice and just like hunted around for like four hours trying to think of how to get in there to the goats.
0: Oh, but a mountain lion could easily scale a fucking fence like that. I mean, it it didn't, it didn't it hunt out. Well, yeah, I but but they're I mean they're they're naturally eat, like lazy, like mm-hmm. they're gonna wait for fucking. Well, they're
1: ambush predators. So. Yeah,
0: so they're gonna wait for the fucking animal to get out of the fence mm-hmm. rather than having to waste the energy to yeah. get inside of it and then having to get out. But, dude, I'm just saying it's
1: it's a problem when humans don't realize that we're part of this.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. and you can't just make progress for progress sake it just doesn't work like that you have to actually think about everything you can't just one rely upon your feelings like oh save the animals save the animals like don't get me wrong i want to save all the animals too but at the same point you gotta let like if there's a fucking market that allows people to make money and protect the species then you need to do that if it allows the species to continue on forever and it lets people do what they want i mean for sure not it's, like, a, it's a double it's a win-win
1: it's like i do have a problem with like overfishing yeah like that's dumb like you guys are killing your own business off <laughs> yeah
0: like that's stupid shit but it's so easily prevented mm-hmm. but the uh, but people who are like oh no just stop all fishing like and well, that's not bro that's not the answer that's not the answer
1: it's creating situations in which it's sustainable yeah where wildlife's sustainable exactly
0: exactly and,
1: just common sense. Yeah. Common sense would be great.
0: <laughs> common sense doesn't ain't, ain't that common, bro.
1: Just <laughs> uh, a while ago, I was reading something about how if we, everyone in, in America went vegan tomorrow, what what it would likely do to animal life.
0: Um, not a lot. Uh, well, they talked about It'll how destroy our economy.
1: They're like, well, they brought up the economy, and they also brought up how many animals would die because slaughterhouses would just fucking end up <laughs> in. Yeah, call it a day.
0: They would just fucking kill them all, so they don't have to feed them anything else. Mm-hmm. And then, then one California would smell like a fucking rotten <laughs> poorhouse. Oh God, California already stinks enough as it is. God, I'm
1: glad I can't smell.
0: Yeah, you're lucky, fucker. That's a one. <laughs> That's uh, our one. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't feel that bad for slaughterhouses. Like, I don't think that it needs to be a fucking horrific concentration, concert, concentration camp for fucking animals. Yeah. But at the same point, like, they don't need a fucking penthouse. No. Like...
1: No. Well, it's like I see the ranches around here and the cows and the goats and the... Because you know, like, that's all we really have is cows and goats around here. Yeah. And they, they're out in the grazing field. Yeah. They look like they're having... They're living out cows and goats fucking live. Uh. They
0: have a good life until... D-Day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And then one day, I mean, it could happen to any of us, you know? Yeah. They they just have an expiration date on their life.
0: And then they have an expiration date inside the store. (laughs) That's two. That's more than me.
1: Um, I mean, I I would kind of be comforted if I kind of knew the date around I'd die. Do you think they do? I wouldn't be mad. I don't think they know. No, they don't. Because cows and goats are not that smart. No, I fucking hate goats. Like my dog can figure out if I'm going to be going, like going out she can yeah. spot the difference in how I'm, you know, make sure I got my wallet and stuff. And she just instantly knows I'm going to be leaving. Yeah. I never met the cow or goat that I can spot that I'm getting ready to go out.
0: Nope. Have you ever raised cows?
1: I've been around cows. I never raised them. Yeah. Like, growing up, I never raised any. Yeah. I would, um, like, for the ranch I worked at, I would help him with his cows and shit. Right. I never specifically. I'd like to. I would love to have It's just so expensive to buy a cow, man. A calf.
0: Yeah. It's pricey. If you just get one and then you rent out a bull and just start breeding them slowly, like as long as you don't do incest shit, yeah, could keep
1: track of that shit.
0: But I think that'd be super fun to fucking have cattle.
1: Well, what I was told by the rancher that I knew, he said the rule of thumb is one cow per five acres. Yeah. Just for grazing and.
0: Oh yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna be paying a fuck ton for in, feed. Yeah. Feed.
1: That's what this neighbor over here. He's got seven acres. He's got six cows on it. That's a lot. Oh man. He's, he um never lived out in the country, like lived his whole life in L.A., made yeah. a lot of money, and then he decided he wanted to be a rancher out here and knows nothing about what he's doing. So he got seven acres. Got seven acres. What a
0: rancher he is.
1: Yeah. Built a big house on it, oh, got got it all fenced, and then he bought six cows.
0: Nah, dude, I would love to have like two, three hundred acres mm-hmm. and just have a full herd of cattle. And, excuse me. Uh, that would be fucking sick, and I want a horse so bad. So like, oh my god, I got hiccups.
1: That's what. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Hell or High Water? No. So this is very different from the plot. The movie is about robbers. It's really good, but at one point they're driving on the road and they have to stop because this this group of cowboys. They're on their horses and they're getting their um, their cows across to go into a different field because the field that they were in has a fire. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, "Hey, any help?" He's like, "No, not unless you can help us get them across the river before the fire fucking catches up." <gasps> So, did you start that first like why the fuck would i start a
0: fire <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like that scene i love like even though it's just a little throwaway bit in the movie yeah. it's just the idea of like you're out there you've got your cattle and you're riding your horse and yeah. moving around
0: it would be uh, so much fun
1: it would be so much fun
0: would you uh would you ever own llamas or alpacas yeah i would yeah, dude, they're so cool. I've heard llamas of, spit a lot, but alpacas are dope. I
1: heard a lot of people get llamas as like a guard dog for like their um, their livestock. Yeah, they're Cause, super cause it, territorial. Yeah, they'll protect against mountain lions. A llama yeah. will fucking fight a mountain lion. Oh, yeah. I don't a know cow if won't. An alpaca will. No, a cow won't.
0: Alpacas are pretty fucking... I know they're more spit. affectionate. They don't spit, and yeah, they're a bit more affect, like, more tolerable th- I know a llama humans. will fuck up a mountain lion Dude, or a coyote. Like, they're no. not letting that shit here. Llamas are crows, but they will <laughs> fuck some bitches up.
1: I-, I thought that would be, like, when I heard of it, like, that wouldn't be bad. Have a couple, like, how a yeah. llama to take care of um, a couple cows. Our neighbor, up the way, um, Terry, she had, uh, she had a couple goats and, like, some pigs and shit. She did an animal rescue for livestock, and so she kept two yeah. llamas as her really? protectors for them.
0: That's cool. Mm-hmm.
1: That's whenever we cool. took whenever i take walks up there and she doesn't have them she moved now they died and, mm. but you'd walk up and the two llamas would come to the fence and fucking I don't even know what the llama noise is <laughs> like I, I've heard it I just can't put it into words yeah, it's not I like a sheep I don't know either it's not like a sheep but it's similar I feel like they're not like very a, vocal these would make noises at us
0: <laughs> but like they're not super vocal like goats or, or sheep no
1: they're not as vocal they're pretty quiet most yeah. of the time and like, they're, they're just trying to get our attention I would go over and pet them and they are cool.
0: But, you know, I would, that'd be fun. No, I would love to have an alpaca. They're fucking cool. They got sweet hair.
1: You know, alpaca hair that can be turned into yarn sells for a pretty penny. A lot. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Yeah.
0: No, I would love to do that. I don't think I could take the time to like brush them and shave them or whatever myself, but it's like outsource that shit it would be cool. Yeah. I mean, I would, if I just had alpacas, I mm-hmm. would do it for like super cheap. Just like, I don't know. Well, that's what you get, get down the line start
1: making some money. That's what um, this one officer I know of, he got a ranch set up, and he would offer anyone that just got back from deployment, you could live, you'd get your own room, food was paid for, and he'd pay you like $6 an hour. Well, oh, that's it was sick. like a set fee a day. And he was like, just so you can get adjusted to being back in the United States. And Yeah. And I thought it was cool. It's like he's getting cheap labor, but it's also helping the soldiers who are coming yeah. back. Like,
0: yeah. We I heard about that right when wasn't. I got
1: back from Afghanistan. And I was thinking about doing it. Yeah, but I had, you know, a fiance and
0: yeah,
1: but it it was tempting, man, the idea of just going and spending six months out there on a ranch and that would be super fun. Still have like a focus because that was the biggest problem when you get back. It was like, what is it that I do again?
0: Yeah, for real.
1: So having some purpose would have been nice.
0: All right, man, we gonna rate this. I think we're gonna rate this. This I like it. Devil's River. River, not Not creek. Not creek. It's it's
1: a little thicker.
0: Never been creek. Uh
1: it's good. It's uh I mean I'm not I've had a good amount of bourbon, but I'm not a huge bourbon guy. Like No.
0: I'm getting I'm starting to enjoy it more and more. I really uh, like I, old fashions. Yeah. We should oh we should make old fashions out of this. We should. We should do that sometime. No, I uh I'm not gonna even get it its own separate you're not going to separate it from the whiskey? No. I was just going to give it a rating by way of, of liquor. And I'm going to give it like a a 3.8. It's good. It's it is really good. is good. It's tasty. It's smooth. It doesn't just attack your mouth. It's pretty flavorful, but I feel like it could be a little bit more flavorful. Um, it's kind of got a weird fresh vegetable taste. I think I said at the beginning of the mm-hmm. podcast. Um and it's 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 not a bad, weird thing or it's not a bad thing. It's just kind of a new thing to me. It's kind of weird, but I like it. I'm not mad at it at all. It's it's pretty good.
1: I definitely think it's like a sipping, sipping bourbon. Like I wouldn't have a lot of it. I wouldn't. Yeah. I, only thing I would make with it would be in an old fashioned. I wouldn't try to mix it with anything else, really.
0: I, I am very interested to see how it tastes on ice. Unfortunately, we didn't have any ice tonight, but I think that would. Uh, would would make it even even better sipper.
1: That's what Mr. Ducky swore is that it made it
0: better. Yeah, we'll have to do that. We'll have to save a little bit of it for when we have ice next time. Okay, and uh, we'll try that. Maybe we'll do an update to this.
1: I'll give it. I'm going to give it a three point nine. Right three point nine. Yeah, three point
0: nine. Based off what?
1: So I like I like that it's lighter. A lot of times with bourbons, like the first sip, it's it's more flavorful, and then by the time the first glass is done, you don't really don't want it anymore just because that flavor is so permeating like in your mouth that really? I, I find myself not wanting to go back to, to another glass
0: oh i i definitely craved another glass well after with this i did That's oh yeah with this oh,
1: i did yeah. but with some bourbons i've had it's just the flavors so okay. much yeah. that i started thinking about that like the, the flavor sticks in your mouth so long that it's, you just it's don't want to refresh bold. it
0: most bourbons are very bold and you're like okay i've had enough and now yeah. i just want to go switch to something lighter
1: yeah Whereas you know. this one is light enough that it doesn't feel that overpowering. Yeah. And like the flavor, like it stays around a little bit, but it, by, you know, you know, by the time I, like I just took a sip before I started this and the flavor has gone now.
0: Like yeah. It's. No, so, after I was done with my first glass, mm-hmm. I was very eager for my next glass. Yeah. I thought it was delicious.
1: I like how warm it is. Mm-hmm. Like not all alcohol feels that warm, like when you sip it or.
0: Yeah. It's like, there's like a warm, like with some, with some like whiskeys, there's like a burning warmth. And then with others, there's like a a sit by a fire and slowly warm up, and it's comfort comforting and and beautiful. I think this is comforting. I think very very comforting. And so, I like it a lot. Yeah, it actually like
1: because I when we first started this cast, I kind of had a headache and I was yeah. feeling really tired.
0: Oh, which by the way, mm. we need to talk about fucking cut water. We do actually. We had was that last podcast or was the podcast before? I think it was a podcast before because yeah, we I did uh, yeah. Or no, maybe it was two podcasts ago. Anyway, we cut water gin. Cut water gin, gin and tonics that we had, and we said that, that shit was delicious. And it was. And it was tasty. But fuck cut water. I'm gonna say it. Fuck that cut water yeah, shit. I couldn't sleep that night. By the end of the podcast that we did that night, probably about 20 minutes after, I had I started to get a headache. And I was like, ah, maybe I've just been up for too long and I was just I was tired. So, you know, I took some shit to get rid of my headache didn't think of it didn't think anything of it and i went to bed and i was up all fucking night I my just head was sleep. pounding yeah. and even like i i woke up at fucking like 6 30 in the morning and i had to go to work and and i finally like took some advil in the morning and I finally got it to go away but it still took like half an hour for my headache to go away that shit fucked me up yeah and, i've i've had a lot of gin like and you know, i you
1: haven't had that much i've never had that where i just couldn't never, sleep never like and i didn't have any caffeine that day at all yeah like there's no reason i shouldn't have been able to sleep and we didn't even drink that much like, yeah. i know i wasn't fucking wasted and
0: like it. i had had i had coffee that morning before we drank the cut water so i had had a little bit of caffeine it wasn't a caffeine headache that i was getting and that's what i thought i thought i was just like i was i don't know having a withdrawal for something from something but then when i texted you i'm like dude did you have a fucking pounding headache And you're like yeah that shit was fucking stupid. Yeah, I
1: don't know what happened. Like I said, <sighs> I've had a lot of gin and tonics. And I've never had a reaction like that.
0: I'm, I'm going to go ahead and blame it on cut water. I just in
1: the fact that both you and I,
0: yeah, in the same night, same did, night, yeah. both
1: of us couldn't sleep, and both of us had the headache.
0: We, we both had normal days up into that, mm-hmm. so that's yeah, the only thing that was different. So
1: yeah, I'm definitely like I wouldn't buy it again. Now I actually no. dumped what we didn't have much left, and I dumped it.
0: Good. I don't move. Yeah, did you get rid of the bottle?
1: uh i don't think so i put it up in the um good in keep, the liquor cabinet keep it, i'm
0: keeping them all so so but oh, i know yeah. i did pour it out yeah fuck cut water um pretty upset about that i knew i wasn't gonna have tasted again. good it tasted great but that headache was god awful that's why I didn't. And we only had two gin and tonics mm-hmm. that's the crazy and we part. weren't drinking like how did we have like that night. four or five yeah we didn't had no beer all we had was a gin and tonics how do we had like i don't know four five six maybe and had a little bit of a headache, I would understand. But, like, right that there. headache was not yeah, proportional well, Also, to. the
1: fact, like, you know, a hangover that comes later when the alcohol wears yeah. off. No.
0: I had this headache, like... Like, uh, like within 20 minutes the end of the podcast. I would podcast. say probably,
1: like, 40 minutes for me after the end of the oh, podcast. Man, but dude, I was fucking...
0: I was pissed off. That shit fucking fucked me up.
1: I said, no sleep. And then, like, next morning, I was just like, what the fuck yeah. happened?
0: We need, to, we need to create a shit list. Fucking...
1: I still uh, think Rock Oyster's below rock it, oy- but... Um, really? I would say that that gin is probably right. Like that's yeah. the worst thing. Rock to oysters, rock oyster. the
0: worst. Cut water immediately below it, which is sad because it tasted yeah. so good. Yeah,
1: like, that's that's like that is crazy. That's how you know I wouldn't be a that at least a rock drug oyster user. didn't give us a fucking hangover. You know, that's true, give but that. that flavor lasted for so long. Oh, so nasty. But uh, no, I, I. That's how I know I wouldn't be a good drug user because I don't want to deal with after oh, effects. Hell like that no, it's nasty.
0: But, anyways, guys. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Lost Ground Podcast. I am Mr. Yummy.
1: I'm Mr. Early E, telling everyone to just be safe out there. Coronavirus is wild, and it could be in your closet right now watching you.
0: And we can't wait to hear from you next time, so out.